My name is Eric Grobler, and I uh, co-own WordisBom Management. Uh, my name is Christian, and I'm with Fight Entertainment. I'm Mark Woodbridge. I am the other co-founder of WordisBom. So we were just brainstorming some things that would uh, really help our audience here. So the first question is really broad. Uh, I guess we'll start with Mark and work our way down. Uh, why management, Mark? First, I would like to uh, issue a quick apology uh, on behalf of the other guys sitting next to me right now for uh, chatting a little bit too loud in the back. So we apologize if we interrupted the previous uh, panel uh, for speaking too loud. We got into a passionate conversation. Apology um, accepted. Thank you very much. <laughs> and, and part of that conversation, uh, very, you know, we're starting to get a little heated, not at each other, but about management is because we are so passionate about working with artists and just growing, just seeing and feeling success. And, you know, just, you know, if you can get a band into a better position than we're currently at, it just makes, it makes our jobs worthwhile. So, I mean, the question at hand is why management? Uh, and I, I would probably start by saying, well, um, with age comes wisdom. And I, I think that, you know, the more that you're, you hang around a certain industry, the more people you're going to know, you're going to meet, and you're going to coordinate with and, and, and introduce, you know, people that you work with to. And I think that there is uh, a huge value that you cannot put, uh, you know, dollar sign to that, that, you know, a management company, firm, individual, whoever who can lead you, you know, in the right direction uh, can offer. Uh, so for me, you know, why management? I, I, would, I would simply say because we are deeply connected into the channels that will help your band grow. Uh, and hopefully this panel explains why and how. Yeah, absolutely. To echo on what Mark said, uh, with age comes wisdom, but also in the fact that you want someone that is not within the band to have an objective look at the band to help them grow uh, professionally, creatively. You want someone to represent them. Uh, you don't want someone that maybe doesn't have the business acumen uh, to talk to people that maybe need more information than um, maybe what a band member can provide uh, sometimes. Or, you know, like I said, it's a third party that would that believes in the band and wants to push them, but you let the artists be artists. You let the business people do the business. Um, I can say off of a personal experience, like just this week, there was a, a band I, I was I connected with my boss, and uh, the boss asked what the band is up to, and the band just said, oh, you know, just doing stuff. And, <laughs> you know, but that doesn't solve much for, for our, our thing, but I won't talk too much. I, I'll let Eric go, too. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of bands get stuck and they, they plateau and they need that extra outlet that, uh, you know, us provide, you know? Uh, whether it be, you know, getting a band on a tour or, you know, submitting it to A&R for record labels or even just help with marketing and all that. Um, you know, we're kind of that bridge that helps, uh, you know, take you to the next level. So how do you guys, um if you're a band, maybe a young band, how do you make yourself, what you guys want to how would the band make themselves presentable to you and uh, draw interest? For me, it always is about the music. Uh, you know, 
as a manager, I kind of like to see when a band is a little rough around the edges because you know it, it just shows that you know not everybody knows everything, and if you can obviously give your input as to what you can do to help them, you know, either improve on their imagery, uh, anything down the line, you know. Um, but what I like to see is it is just incredible music, and that is what I'm most attracted to. And you know, I think when you have a great product, uh, people believe in it more so than you trying to push something that isn't up to par. Uh, so for me, it's the most important thing is like music first, absolutely. Um, I also love when a hard working band, you know, we play shows, you know, you can see on social media that they're extremely active. Um, almost self-sufficient to the point where in most cases it doesn't even justify having management and you actually have to, you know, uh, Work, <laughs> work for them and prove to them as to why you are valuable. You know, every situation is definitely different, but for me, it's music first, absolutely. Yeah, oh yeah, 100% music first, because at the end of the day, most bands are making their majority of their money off live sales, so uh, if they go and play a show and the songs aren't all that great, no one's going to care. So you can be the best looking, best dressed, you know, most talented in terms of performance and and accomplished, but if the songs aren't there and it doesn't resonate with people, then you basically got a bunch of like really awesome session musicians just kind of playing up there. So first and foremost, music. Um, obviously, you want to make sure that they are active and, and committed to it. Um, image is important. You know, not in a way where it's like you need a bunch of supermodels, but you also don't want to have, let's say, a metal band that one guy looks like he's in a country band wearing a straw hat, another guy looks like he's a rapper or anything like that. So you know, you want to make sure that everything's very cohesive and, and there because. It's one thing to take a product and polish it, but it's another thing to take a really rough product and try and turn it into something um, feasible. So anything that you can to, to have as much um, of a cohesive and, and tangible product already uh, really helps anybody, whether it's a manager or a booking agent or, or anybody involved to, uh, to push the band forward. Yeah, I definitely believe music is first and foremost because bad, it's bad. And if it's good, you know, someone's going to hear it. So I would, I would harp on that. And um, being self-sufficient, like Mark was saying, like, you know, our job is to take you to the next level. But we can't hold your hand all the way. So simple stuff like working uh, to build your numbers, like, in your community, um, basically, uh, you know, just, just being a well-rounded band, um, you know, market yourselves, and then we'll, we'll find for you. We'll, we'll find you, and then help you bridge you uh, to the next level. Also, uh, no drug issues, please. Um, <laughs> but uh, also, I was saying to my all uh, the groups I had, please and thank you go a long, long way. Be nice, because if you aren't going to be able to vibe with them on a personal level, there's no way you're going to be able to work on on a business level. So we've all had that boss that's really sucked. So imagine trying to be like that. You're basically all coworkers at NNA because you're talking to everybody every day. So if they're not good people or you don't vibe with them, then like it doesn't matter how good the band is. You're not going to be um, uh, good for management, you know, in that regard. So when when is a band ready for management? And, and Great question. I guess yeah. Let's start with that. Yeah. Um, when they, as Eric actually said earlier, when they have plateaued, you know, when they have exacerbated all of, 
you know, all, all of the avenues um, that, uh, that they could possibly take and have grown as big as they can on their own. Uh, you, you reach out to you know, uh, somebody that can, or you, know, you might see that as a manager and say, I love what you're doing, I love your work ethic, you guys can definitely do more, let me help you with that. You know, let's work together, let's be teammates. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you need somebody to, to be that third party when you're talking to a label or a booking agent, dealing with people. Because at the end of the day, we all want to be nice guys, but sometimes you do have to be the guy that gets, that pushes, that pushes and pushes. And you never want to be the band guy. You always want to have the, the label and the band have a good relationship, even if the manager and the label don't always have the best relationship. Like, you always want to make sure that the artist and the label are always good, the artist and the booking agent, because they're all part of the, the picture as well. So let the manager be the guy that pushes, that represents, that tries to get you tours because it's not, um, you know, a manager is there to, to, to make everything happen, to make the merch happen, to make the tours happen, to make the endorsements happen, to, to get everything and, and, and make it all one big thing. But you also want, like I said before, that third party, that, that person that can, that's not directly in the band that could cause, you know, issues within the band. So. Um, when it when a, it, it all depends on the on the band, but um, you know when they do need a manager, because there are some bigger bands like like Overkill is self managed, but like they've got a lot of their stuff handled, but like apparently there you know there are things within their band that a manager could go in and clean up, but you know it all, like I said it, it all depends, but uh, a bit, when a band is ready to, to get a manager, it's usually pretty evident, especially if they're on a label or, or have some other sort of representation going on. Yeah, I, I think. You you would probably figure it out yourselves, like if you have plateaued, like I mentioned earlier, um, and you have a great product, um, I think you know that's the time to, to get the extra help that you need to take you to the, left, the next level, especially people that know like the ins and outs and the different A&Rs or you know, booking agents or um, different publicists. Um, I think you'll know when you're ready for it. Like if you're playing a local show and there's 10 kids, I don't think you're ready to have a manager. Um, I think you need to exhaust everything to the final minute you're like, okay, we need to take the next step to take us over the hump, and you'll know it. And just to lastly touch on that, um, you know, don't just go and get a manager if you're not ready for one. You know, uh, take a good hard look in the mirror and say, okay, I have grown this as far as I can. I think it can go bigger. I don't know how to do that. That is the time in which I think, you know, you would be reaching out to businesses. I guess as fans grow, there's different kinds of managers too, right? I think that gets thrown around a lot. Like there's the artist manager, but you talk a little bit about that. So you might have a road manager, uh, sure. you know. Uh, this year alone, I've been a artist manager, um, artist development, which is totally different than you know a, a band that's self-sufficient. Uh, artist development is, is something that you take at a very, very ground level. You literally help develop their sound, their look, you know, uh, building their social media presence, teaching them how to be a, a band, <laughs> uh, how to act like a band and appear like a band. Um, you know, I've also been a tour manager this year. I was on work tour for two weeks with a band called Poeta. Uh, you know, uh, a role like that, you you know, you make sure that everything is happening on schedule, on time. You know, no one is being out of line. Luckily, they are the most tame lambs you could ever ask for for a group of guys. Uh, and uh, you know, try to get them to communicate and network with as many people as 
possible, depending on the tour that you're on. Warped Tour is a, a watering hole of people that just, you know, want to meet each other and, and you grow and learn from that. And it's all people doing cool stuff. So, uh, you know, that job is a fun one. It's as stressful as any other job. Um, you know, there's financial managers too. There's, it just all depends on what the man needs. You know, there's things that I, I don't know everything there is to know about being, you know, a, a manager when it comes to personal finance. You know, I'm probably the last person to talk to about that. But, um, you know, in regards to introducing your band to uh, a record label, you know, when that time is ready, or introducing your band to uh, a booking agent, you know, um, I like to consider myself most valuable as like a connecting manager, connecting, you know, uh, an, an artist or a band. Uh, to uh, some of these companies. Okay. Uh, it kind of sums up pretty good. So. All right, so the question I'm sure a lot of people here are wondering, how do you guys find the band you manage? Um, I think it's different probably across the board here, but yeah. Uh, I mean, sometimes like we'll, we'll get submissions nonstop each week, and uh, but usually like we, <laughs> It's, it's a lot too. Like we'll we'll go on different message boards and you know we'll scout thousands of bands uh, within the year and maybe only choose like what three or four out of the bands we find. Um, we also, I mean, word of mouth as well. Um, we had a couple other bands tell us like, oh, you gotta check out this band, The Red. Like they just need that extra kick to you know take them to the next level and. Uh, I guess, you know, that's pretty much it. I mean, I've, I'm all over the board. Like, I've, I've got labels approach me about bands that need managers, or they've transitioned managers. I've had producers. I've had other bands. Um, it was nice when message boards did sort of exist in a bigger world. Um, you know, in a bigger sense now, it's a little bit more niche. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of from everywhere. I mean, sometimes, like, I've found bands that have just been... There's been like one or two bands that have just like cold emailed me and I've just listened and I've really liked it or seen something shared on Facebook. It, it, it's really, there's no like one way to get a hold of a manager but um, or find a manager. But it's just a matter of weeding out through the ones that need too much work or the ones that, that need to get to that next level before they're ready for a manager. That's like the, I think that's like a, a, an unspoken, um, I don't want to say art, but like a talent that managers have to have is finding bands that, that actually have the potential to go beyond where they are at the, that current state and try and develop them and, and bring them and see that potential five, 10 years down the road uh, instead of like, you know, seeing an artist that's only gonna be popular for 18 months because it's the style that's in right now. So um, I, I think foresight is like one of the biggest things a manager has to have and that bands have to be aware of is that sometimes like, you know, there'll be bands that'll hit me up and maybe they're, let's say, I, I don't know, a death metal band. I don't deal in death metal, so like I'm not the right manager for them. But you know, sometimes you can forward it. Like That's one of the things I think people, this is such a small industry. Like I, We were actually talking about it before. Like Mark and Eric, I connected them years ago, and that's like how they started like Word is Bond, because like, there was something that I wasn't personally, I, I forget if I was, wasn't available, or wasn't, it didn't make sense, or maybe I wasn't just like in the, it, it didn't make sense for me to be in the picture, but you know, you talk, and like other managers talk, and other agents talk, and, and so that's like one of the biggest things is just word of mouth and knowing, you know, just like that the, the industry is so small that taking recommendations from good people is, is probably the best way to uh, to find uh, the manager. So. Absolutely, yeah. And even speaking about manager to manager speaking, you know, not so much like how does a band get managed, it's like, you know, we 
we're in this to help grow musicians, but you know, we're also in this because we want to be really well-known, respected artist managers, and we are passionate about this success over it. And it, like you said, it's an extremely small world. You and I are talking about the exact same client that you're like, I've had these experiences with, you know, make sure you pay attention to uh, such and such thing. Uh, that way you can either improve upon or avoid the situation altogether. Um, make sure, you know, like it's just simple communication. That's just knowing each other for years and like trusting each other. And I mean, that was like, and that's unfortunately, I, I want to apologize as well for talking in the back, <laughs> but I was getting passionate because I had a band on a label that he's about to, um, he's about to wrap a band and sign into that label. And uh, long story short, the, the band I had, I felt like there were things that could have gone better. And I really still care about the band. I'm still pushing for them. But, you know, I, as a friend, I don't want to see Mark's client get, see the same experiences that I experience as a manager. So, um, you know, that's, that's something big. And like, you know, at the end of the day, everyone's trying to help each other out. So it's better to have a lot of friends than, uh, and, than, than enemies, I guess, in this case, because it's just, it's way too small of a business. And even the biggest people I've seen burn connections and it's cost them, whether it's in the immediate or down the road. All right, <clears throat> so I guess, Let's uh, bring it back as much as we can to the people who are in the audience here. All right, so an event like this is obviously a, a good chance. You know, if you're, if, if a band's going to approach you directly, so we're beyond just searching them out, but they're going to approach you, what's like the number one thing they shouldn't do? Oh, God. Follow up every day for a response. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank, you for that, thank you for letting us vent right now. Don't lie. We know, we know, we know you don't have 50,000 people following you on Instagram. We know you're lying, just stop. There's no shortcuts, just stop, <laughs> just stop. Uh, you guys pretty much suck. <laughs> yeah, like don't write a novel, don't yeah. lie to us. Like yeah. Yeah. if you're 33, say you're 33, you're not 21, like you know what I'm saying? Like that's like, those are the biggest things. Like trust is such a big thing and like, I've had artists that have like hit stuff from me or like they, they've lied and like I find out later and I'm super pissed. And like I'm not a guy that yells or gets mad a lot, but like trust is such an important factor. And but but in regards to like a band approaching a manager, don't write a novel. Like I don't have all day. Um, we don't have all day because like, you know, like not to say like we're so busy and so important that we can't read your email. I'm gonna read your email, but give me just like the short facts, like what have you done? Give me a couple links, give me YouTube videos, and like just, just a place where I can listen. Because at the end of the day, like I'm gonna put my headphones on, I'm gonna listen, it's gonna be in the background. If I like it, I like it. If not, you know, unfortunately I'm gonna move on. So just keep it short and sweet, and if we don't get to an email in 24 hours, please don't follow up every single day. Yeah, and when you submit like tracks, just do two to three. Like we don't need your whole album. Um, we don't have, there's only so many precious hours in the day for us. Like most of us work from, like with our, like mansion side, like eight to ten hours a day. Like we're not going to be able to go through your whole catalog of music. So I would just, you know, pick out your two to three top songs. No attachments. Yeah, no attachments. Uh, SoundCloud, Bandcamp. That's about it. So as I was going to say, because I mean, there seems to still be a little confusion. Like, do you need a fresh kit? No. My experience is absolutely not. Um, but I'm also in a position now where, you know, much like these guys, where we have enough connections where we, if we send something to a record label or an agent, they already kind of know who we are. And, you know, they're not expecting a press kit. They're expecting, hey, 
here's this song, here's a link to their social media account. Um, here's what I anticipate they're going to do. You know, um, a press kit for me. So, so I'm guessing, do you want a press kit? No, not at all. No. Not at all. I don't want one. I, I literally want a song. The picture's cool, you know, um, and like, that's it. I'll know off the bat if I want it or not. Yeah. Okay. So, again, let's stick with everybody here. Um, what's, what should they look for if they're looking for a manager? And what should they steer away from? So I guess, like, if you're looking for a manager, aside from just like me, you know, but, yeah. but like, not me, but you guys, um, what, what should they be looking for in a manager? And what should they also be steering clear of? Uh, you definitely want to steer clear of anybody that wants to lock you into like long-term contracts or, you know, uh, I, I have, uh, I'm not sure, like I don't want to speak on behalf of everybody here, but like I don't feel like um, in, in most cases, in most cases a manager should charge a monthly fee. I'm not saying that it's inappropriate, but uh, for the most part I, I don't do that. Um, and also, you just want a manager that's going to work hard, and he gets the band. He's got to believe in the band. Like, if, if you if you have a manager and he's just like shooting a you know what, and and is just like kind of like talking, like I don't know, like you can get like douche vibes from people, you know. So like, you gotta like you gotta find people that are real and down to earth, and I, I don't know, like you can you can feel like like I've had phone calls with bands and, and everything like that where I'm like, okay, I know this isn't going to happen, or like I talk to bands like, okay, I definitely want this to happen. Because it's either those phone calls go 10 minutes or like 90 minutes. So, you, you know, like it's, it's, like, it, it's not like, it's not one of those things on paper that you can just like say, oh, A, B, they hit A, B, and C. So like, they're definitely the guy for me. Like there's so many things involved that I can't begin to start. But also make sure that the manager's relevant to you as a band, so. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, you would want a manager that's gonna be, well, A, on top of everything, but constant communication, like, I've heard from other bands that came over to, to us and they were just like, yeah, our old manager like pretty much ghosted us after two, three months and you know, nothing got done. So that's obviously gonna scare them away to to you know actually, you know, work with them. Just like uh, you got uh, an ex-girlfriend or something like that. It's kinda like that. But uh, you know, you just wanna make sure like I think you'll generally feel it if you know the vibe is right. Um, you know, it's going to feel like cohesive, so. Yeah, and, and going back to my comment about like contracts and stuff like that, I'm saying that because I've heard so many stories, horror stories of bands paying managers because they can guarantee them X, Y, and Z and it doesn't happen. And then the band's out hundreds or thousands of dollars and, you know, the guy walks away and he, go, and he ghosts and the band's just like, well, crap, we, we're back to square one and now we're X amount of dollars poorer than where we were. And like, even so, like, I, had a band, I have a band now, their old manager would invoice them and he wouldn't talk to the band until the band paid their invoice of, of management commission. So like, that's the kind of stuff that's like messed up, you know? Like, I, I would never do that. So, I know these guys wouldn't, but like, that exists out there. People are out there for your money and like, you just have to be wary of that kind of stuff. That's what I'm saying because I hate to hear the horror stories of bands or artists or, or whoever that, that have gotten jerked around and, and, and used and manipulated uh, for, for money. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so well, let's open this up to the floor if you guys are all right with that. Does anybody have any questions out there? Anyone? What is the yeah. What is included in a management fee? What's a, yeah, what's a good? Oh, what's a good? Yeah. 
all depends on the situation, but um, pretty standard across the board, 10%, you know? Um, but again, every, every band in every situation is so different. Yeah. I have to say that as a manager, so negotiating, you know, what type of compensation you would pay uh, for someone who is, you know, it depends on how valuable they are to your business, I'll put it that way. Um, so that's my short answer. So, but real quick, yeah. explain possibly because what? Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do they get ten percent of? Totally. And again, that's also debatable and negotiable. You know, I'll start by saying if you are entering into a contract with a manager, make sure you have a lawyer. Make yes. sure you have an entertainment lawyer. Make sure they read it. Make sure they are savvy, understandable, and they know. Uh, you know, if you are entering a good or bad situation, no matter how well known uh, some people are, some people literally, the, the dollar is still the bottom line for people. Um, having said that, you know, for me, I I would prefer my my dream agreement with a band is usually if they are, you know, self, uh, if they're making money on their own and touring and whatever. Uh, I would like to make a, that using the 10%, I would like to make uh, money from, if I get the record deal, 10% uh, of uh, you know, any type of advance, a signing bonus, things of that nature. Of the royalties, royalties are music sold, uh, you know, I would take a percent from that. Um, you know, if they're on a huge tour, you know, I'll take a percent of what they make in merch. If they're on a small tour, I'll tell them don't worry about it because you're not making a lot of money. You know, uh, and, and just always think about the greater good. Uh, but again, like I have a lot of gray lines when it comes to this because every situation is very different. But I think that is my ideal way of accepting money. Yeah, I mean, just harping on Mark, like we we have a lot of different cases. Like we have some bands that um, you know they need a little bit more development and work, so that's obviously more fun for us. So like we could either, I mean, if they want to tour and all that, we'll have to set it up for them. So we can work out like a smaller retainer and then a smaller percentage on top of it. I mean, we've done that in the past, but we also have bands that, you know, like a band of my bears, they do very, very well. So we can charge them, you know, 10%. So I think it's kind of a loaded question, but um, you know, it's a great question, but I think, you know, depending on what you're looking for, you know, you'll figure it out. Yeah, uh, like like Mark said, if you're gonna sign any contract, get an entertainment lawyer. But also, you get what you pay for because there are whack job entertainment lawyers out there that still think it's 1982, <laughs> and like you sell millions of records. I'm sorry, that's not the case anymore. Like, be aware of like who you're working with. I tend to work with younger lawyers who are very progressive in, in what they're doing. But um, you know, in terms of management commission, like I said, uh, like they said, it all depends. Um, Ten. 10% gross, 15% gross on everything, and then 15% net merch. Um, you know, Larry Mazur, who manages Lamb of God, like, guys like that will command 20% because they will just be like, they'll see a band and be like, okay, I'm worth more to that band, they're worth totally. to more to me. So they can like have that, um, that gumption to be like, hey, I want X amount, and I know it's more than industry standard, but like, I'm gonna make you more money than another manager will. So it, it's, it's a little bit of positioning, but I also know managers that have taken lower percentages and they have also let go some of their responsibilities because the band wants to be self-managed or like they want to do certain things. So like Mark said, it's all negotiable and the same thing there, it's all negotiable and it's all, but yeah, I mean, unless you're doing anything more than 15%, like 20% is very, very high and I would not recommend it unless you run it by some like respectable people and um, you know, whether it's us or whether it's somebody else that you get in touch with that has had uh, a couple years in the business, like 
you know, there, there are people out there that talk a big game and haven't been relevant in 10, 15, 20 years, and they'll ask for a lot, and don't give it up in, unless you are really, really sure at the end of the day, because, gosh, I've seen just, I just seen so many bands just like an artist taking advantage, of, especially in the young pop realm. Like, it's just, it's disgusting how people take advantage, so. And just like what Christian was saying, absolutely no monthly fees. That's just, it's outrageous. Yeah. And then, uh, just real quick also, I would say uh, talking, if you're the band, reach out to the people that, that are being managed and talk to them and see how they feel about it, vet them that way. Talk to people maybe that they used to manage too, but you gotta think that there's a reason why things were parted ways. So take that as a little bit less of with the great stuff. Yeah, and like, I, I don't know about Christian, but I know Mark and I, um, a lot of our bands talk to our other bands, and they ask like how the situation's going, yada, 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 and then they feel comfortable about it because you know they see the growth that we've done for our bands, and on top of it, they feel more comfortable Okay, we can, you know, not diving head first with it, like they'll see, you know, these guys know what they're talking about and you know, they're truthful and all that. And we're the first ones to say, talk to anybody on our roster. Yep. You know, and we have so much faith in our ability and how our work ethic, you know, just saying that sentence alone is enough for people to say, Cool, trust me, you know. Um, and or not, do your due diligence and ask everybody. <laughs> um, you know, we also, uh, you know, partnered up with uh, another uh, artist manager um, to join our crew, and literally almost in exchange for uh, being able to manage the band because it, it helps us grow our brand. You know, so um, there's so many ways to skin a cat. I'll put it that way. Were you guys at one time or another? Uh, your career has never like worked with an artist, and then the artist, like after you start great work with them, just turned into total douchebag. <laughs> oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Done. <laughs> I mean, it's very simple. Like you, they could put on a facade that they're you know very cool and very easy to go. You know, like working with, and then. Snap. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, like, I'm dealing with that right now. Like, I have an artist, and, like, honestly, within the first month, everything was cool. Then he went away for two weeks, and I'm, like, I'm, like, talking, like, oh, guys, what's going on? What's going on? Like, where's he? Oh, he's just sick, blah, blah, blah. Well, it turns out he had an issue, and he went on a bender, and he was in the hospital, and so, like, it's, like, oh, thanks, man. Like, you know that trusting that we talked about, like, way earlier in this conference? Like, really need to step that game up, because I can't have guys just, like, disappearing, the singer disappearing for two weeks at a time, because he's got problems, so, um, what's up? Well, I, it's not to that level, although that guy's on a, that guy's on a whole level, but, um, yeah, people have become jerks over time once they feel like they get comfortable, because I'm, like, very friendly with my bands, like, I try to, like, relate with them and, and, and talk with them, whether it's, you know, music or sports or video games or whatever the case may be, whatever, like, to get to know them better, because I want to know them as people, and I want to know them on, on a business and a personal level, like, literally, like, there was a, a band, uh, Mark introduced me to him years ago, and uh, I ended up working with him for a couple years, and, you know, I, I hit a point where, where professionally I was tapped out. It was a new genre that I had never done, and, like, I learned so many things about it, um, but, like, I was literally texting him that I'm here with Mark, and he's like, say hello, like, I miss you, like, come, you know, come visit in LA next time you're here, and stuff like that, so, um, you can, for the people that are jerks, like, you're not gonna ever talk to him again, and I have, like, my boss is giving me the green light, like, hey, look, if, if X band is, like, a jerk, just, like, you don't want to work with that, and they're never going to, most of the time, they're not going to get anywhere, because, like I said, please and thank yous and, and nice manners go a, a heck of a long way in this business. So true. So true. 
Christian, you mentioned long-term contracts. Yeah. What's your uh, definition of long-term contracts? Well, that for long-term, I meant management. So um, I, I feel like you know uh, there are managers that will do trial periods, and then they'll do like you know three, six, twelve. I don't think any band should lock into more than a year. You know, I mean, if you want to do the year-on-year -year thing, that's totally cool. A good fight, personally, we just do handshakes. And our, our reasoning behind that is because, look, if we're doing good things for you, then like, why would you ever want to leave us? If you think that you can go somewhere else and, and, and get better stuff, then like, by all means, go right ahead. But, um, which for some reason, that one artist, like, we're like, we're li literally giving you the ability to walk out at any point if you're not happy. I don't know what more you want out of that situation. Um, because there are, there are managers that will literally lock bands into contracts and be like, hey, I still have you for another 18 months. You can't leave me. So you either got to deal with it or not, you know, like, or I'm just not going to pay attention to you. And it also goes, you know, on the other side of the coin. Sometimes it's from a management's perspective. Sometimes it's good to have your name attached to a certain group for as long as you can. Um, it, I'm a developing manager. I'll put it that way. You know, and I'm learning every day, like new tricks of the trade and meeting new people. And I'm not at all near where I want to be, but you know, we're getting there. Um, I recently signed a band to a major label, and they. Uh, they, uh, yeah, before that, we mutually agreed, like, wow, this, this band is probably going to do very, very well. And we mutually agreed, like, well, as you're growing as a manager, we don't want to leave you in the dust if you can't bring us to a place where we need to be, you know, if they're outgrowing my capabilities. So we mutually said, let's get something in writing, you know, and the agreement ends with something which is called the sunset clause, so that if they do decide to leave me, I'm still attached to it in some way, shape, or form, be a smaller percentage. Um, you know, and to see where it goes from there. But um, sometimes it's good to have a long-term relationship because it only helps you, as a manager, be attached to something that's doing better than you can do for yourself. And, and look, yeah, I mean, like, contracts are good and bad. Contracts can make things really tense, or sometimes they can bring ease to a band. I've had bands request contracts, which is fine. I don't care. I've had I've had the, the the points where I've been screwed out of the band because we've done handshake deals, and then someone bigger walks in the room way bigger that's done stuff and you're the band just like bye see you thanks for, for nothing but you know uh it, it, it is what it is and and you know it, it all depends every situation is different like he's like mark said there's one one way to skin a cat so contracts can be good or bad it's just you just got to feel the vibe like if a band requests it sure if you think the band's flaky eh, maybe don't work with them right, right. Totally. <laughs> trust yeah totally all right we got time for one more talked about uh, a separate skill set which is artist development yeah, yeah. like so there's uh, an artist would have to have a certain a fan base have exhausted their their resources right before coming to an artist manager when would someone engage an artist developer oh wow <laughs> if, you, if you're like, you know what, I want to one day tour, I want to one day be signed to a record label, I have no idea what I'm doing. I know that you're a manager. Can you help me? You know? Cool, let's get started on some of the most basic things. Let me connect you with a great songwriter. Let me connect you with a great producer, you know? Uh, literally developing a brand, developing you know, uh, an entity for somebody, you know, every step of the way, teaching them how to be a band, teaching them, you know, uh, what to do and what not to do. Um, 
that's I, I think a good a good time to be a, uh, to be to approach a manager to get into in being a developing artist. I guess the beginning. I guess that'd be the easiest way to answer your, that question. Yeah, I don't. Really I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, had, you had one more question. I, said, yeah, I just want to answer it. Yeah, I would just ask, uh, I've been trying to download uh, your reports to this, and I know two different guys said two different things on monthly fees. Somebody said something about uh, monthly fees might be appropriate sometimes. Yeah, I, I said that I, I don't think monthly fees are, are always right, but I'm not saying that they're totally wrong. I just think that um, it all depends on the situation. Um, I, I don't do monthly fees, but that's not to say that certain managers or certain bands don't necessarily um, make the most sense. Like sometimes it makes sense to have a monthly fee because if it's a band that like is very demanding or like you know literally demanding for stuff, you know maybe that maybe that makes more sense. Um, like we said, there's more than one way to skin a cat, uh, and and certain every situation is different. So I'm not against it. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that like it, it all depends on the situation. Yes, you get a round of applause.